Hey, uh, thanks for listening to the Nick and Big J podcast. We appreciate it. And you know what? It's brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been in an accident, well, call The Advocates. 208-471-4444. Well, good morning, everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Welcome to the 16th day of February, 2022. It's a Wednesday. My name is Nick. There's Big J right over there. Yeah, it's Big J. Hey, I was going to ask you, uh, did you lose a bet or something? No. Because your office looks great. Oh, yeah, we cleaned it over the weekend. Oh, I see you had help. What happened? Oh, it just was... Got motivated? No. I mean, I've been wanting to clean it up a little bit for a while because we had a bunch of stuff back there uh, autograph things that we had had left and so uh that caused a bunch of clutter got removed that and then uh, the wife came in she did most of the work <laughs> that that tracks uh what did you find autograph stuff is this stuff that we forgot about yeah what's back what was back there just a few items there's that one some stuff we had left over from comic-con way forever ago oh my god that we meant to give away and i i, I there there's an awesome cover of a spider-man it's oh that we got, had the artist sign right yeah yeah so that's sitting back there and just there's a bunch of stuff listen i, I mean a lot of my stuff is stuff that i collect that it gets sent to me and it just pushed over here yeah so you're in the office for a while i thought it, it looked like a hoarder and, and kind of camping out there but yeah, now but it looks it's, great it's, well yeah I threw away most of the stuff you I'll did never see it again i don't even remember what was there yeah. so i guess i can't miss yeah it. you're right uh, but I, I just wanted to give you credit where credit's due. It looked great. Give the wife credit. Okay. Uh, good job, Kylie. It looks fantastic. Made to pick up after your husband. Fantastic job. Looks great over there. Uh, how long will it stay that way, Big J, if you had to guess? Well, it depends on how much stuff I get. All right. It's a, the, the responsibility is yours, record labels. Stop sending Big J things. It just ends up in his big stack of stuff on the right-hand side of his desk. Uh, it's a big desk, though, to be fair. So you do have a lot of room, and uh, otherwise it looked really sad if it didn't have stuff over there. So I understand you wanting to kind of spread out. Your it area. looks like somebody else should be over there, and I'm like, nobody needs to be over there. No, well, well remember? I, well, of we, course we, you remember, we, but yeah. we shared that office for a very Some long good time. Times. It was. It was some fun, but you needed more room, and an office opened up, and so I took it. You deserved an office based I? on your station in life. <laughs> and life. All right, well, I guess I'll take it. Now my office is full of junk, uh, although it's certainly she asked seems... asked if your desk needed clean, too, and I'm like, no, he's fine. If it seems, it seems more organized, but Lord knows there's still plenty of junk in my office. There's no doubt about it. Today on the show, we got your tickets to Wolfgang Van Halen and Dirty Honey. That show is Tuesday. It's less than a week away. Uh, speaking of shows that are less than a week away, our free X show with Dead Sarah will give you multiple chances at that. Big J has a movie review for you today. That's going to happen. We are going to get a visit from a medical doctor on this show, Big J. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, joining us in just a few minutes, uh, Dr. Nicholas Kuntz. He is a board-certified urologist with uh, IUI here in Meridian, and it is vast madness time. We'll get caught up with him on all that stuff, and we play music on this show. Let's start it with some Foo Fighters. Everlong kicking things off here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J on the x Rocks. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Well, we got some good news regarding the coronavirus in and around the Gem State. The Idaho Department of Health and Welfare announced yesterday afternoon that it was lifting the crisis standards of care designation for southern Idaho as the COVID-19 situation improves around the state. Of course, that has been in power since early January because of shortages of staff and blood products in hospitals across the state of Idaho. Those shortages have stabilized, according to officials, although some hospitals do certainly remain under stress. 
it's not at a point now where they are pretty much hitting the wall everywhere. Many hospitals and clinics around Idaho still have contingency standards because uh, circumstances are, are variable, as we have basically found out over the last two years. So it could be some time before all healthcare systems are back to normal operations, but just know that the crisis standard of care has been down. Now, they say they'll still continue to coordinate statewide with healthcare officials and FEMA and federal contacts to make sure they keep an eye on the situation because, again, this is the, the third time we've been in crisis standards of care for the state of Idaho since the pandemic began. So the good news is we're out of it now. The bad news is they're continuing to monitor the situation just in case things get rough again. Well, speaking of rough, Big J, that is what the impasse is between Major League Baseball players and owners. The start of spring training is now officially delayed because there's a lockout in Major League Baseball. Spring training was supposed to happen today. Today was supposed to be the first day of spring training. That's when pitchers and catchers are supposed to report, but not happening. This is the first time spring training hasn't started on time since 1995, Big J. You remember that? No. You probably do. Because it was not too long after that that uh, Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa saved baseball by cheating. Yay! Uh, and the uh, Bash Brothers. Oh wait, that was a different. That was iteration. a different time. Yeah, that was different. The 80s. A different steroid taker. Correct. And they were on the same team at that point. Uh, but December first is when Major League Baseball locked out the players. So we still have a ways to go before we're going to get any kind of baseball talk. Once again, literally the worst thing baseball could do. You're already on the the edge of irrelevance and you are doing everything you can to make people not care about your sport it's just a it's a weird line to draw in the sand right about now uh big j i hope you're excited because there's going to be more star trek it is official chris pine zachary quinto zoe solanda carl urban john cho simon Pegg, all back for a fourth star trek movie oh man shooting will begin at the end of the year apparently jj abrams is back as well because he's the one who broke this news so maybe he's going to be involved in that universe again uh and we'll see what happens how how were you into the first three movies yeah i think we saw the second one together i think we saw the first one together no maybe it was the second one second one Uh, i haven't seen the third one you still haven't seen the third one third one was actually pretty good um, but it wasn't like action packed. It was a lot more narrative stuff. We saw the Benedict Cumberbatch one, right? Yeah. Con. Uh, and the first one, I liked the first one very much. It was good yeah. enough for me to want to see the second one. And then I saw the third one in theaters. So I, I need to catch up. I haven't seen the third one. Uh, but uh, yeah, I'm guessing you probably don't care that much then. But there's a lot of Star Trek people out there. I'm Chris Pine, that though. Do. So. Sure, we all do. <laughs> Morning after with Nick and Big J. Honor and privilege to welcome on the show Dr. Nicholas Kuntz. He is a board-certified urologist with the Idaho Urologic Institute here in Meridian. Good morning, doctor. Thanks for getting up and talking to us about vast madness. I believe it's that time of year, is it not? Yeah, every March uh, every March we run a promotion for March Madness during the month of March to, to help any um, men in the valley get permanently sterilized. You know, I know that this is what you went to medical school for uh, to be a part of uh, promoting uh, mass exactly. vasectomies. But I mean, that's uh, that's what we're doing, and you know, there's reason for it. It's really a safe procedure and something that men should deeply consider versus the alternatives for uh, their significant others. Uh, yeah, that, that's exactly right. So, uh, in terms of permanent forms of sterility, this is uh, one of the most effective. It's certainly a quite quick outpatient procedure with minimal recovery time. 
And so uh, during March, we know that there are hundreds, if not thousands, of men that are going to be spending hours upon hours sitting on their recliner uh, watching their favorite sports team. So it's a good time to, to take care of something that they're maybe already intending to do anyway. I'm sure you deal with a lot of questions, and everybody that kind of comes in has a different reaction to how they get going. But mm. that's what the uh, the consult kind of uh, is all about, right? You kind of recommend that people kind of get in there, get those questions answered, and then maybe schedule for a couple weeks out so they take advantage of the, the full vast madness side of things, correct? Yep, absolutely. So um, the self-referral, so you don't need a referral from your physician. If you're interested, you give us a call. We schedule for a consultation. So any one of myself or my partners are, are extremely well-versed in, in the in the dialogue and discourse or, or, uh, surrounding this procedure. Uh, we can answer any questions you may have. We get everything you know um, prepped and, and ready and then uh, schedule an appointment time that, that suits you and your schedule. Did you have to take uh, some sort of sensitivity course uh, when you're talking to a gentleman about uh, what's about to happen to them? And Because uh, I know we get real nervous about that spot in particular. Um, yeah, I, I don't know about the specific sensitivity, but we do it so often, and um, there's certainly a wide spectrum of, of personalities that um, that dealing with any procedure in general. There's a lot of phobias and fears surrounding it, but really putting men at ease and um and not overthinking it too much it's very very well tolerated by the vast majority of people um, not going to be the highlight of your day but but it's certainly uh, <laughs> it's certainly not horrible Dr. Nicholas Coots joins us from the Idaho Urologic Institute. Doctor, I, I imagine you encounter plenty of different questions about the procedure. Is recovery time or, or what it takes to get back on your feet, so to speak, one of the most popular questions you deal with on a regular basis? That's very common. I mean, people trying to, you know, organize their lives around work and, and their family schedules and whatnot. So being out of out of commission for, for multiple weeks is certainly something to consider. The vast majority of people are, are you know, two or three days and then are back to doing normal activities. But um, certainly, you you want to expect some some downtime to recover. I know IUI has a ton of specialists that are there that can help and that can answer a whole bunch of questions. You in particular, one mm-hmm. of them. I know they have survival kits that help people through the recovery process, but getting in there, scheduling that consult, and making sure that you are ready and prepared for the procedure is important. What's the best way people can get a hold of IUI or any of your colleagues over there? Yeah, so um, certainly by either by phone or looking us up on, on, uh, on Google or whatnot, Idaho Urologic Institute. Our phone number, I'm happy to give Give 639-4900. That will get you to any one of our schedulers um, that can get you set up with an appointment. I will say, you know, schedule early as March tends to fill up quite fast. People looking to, to take care of this during uh, during the March Madness tournament. But we have a lot of we have a lot of openings and availability, so we can, we can certainly get you take care of. Love it. It is the perfect time of year to take advantage of that vast madness going on now at the Idaho Urologic Institute. Thank you very much, sir, for getting up early and uh, and kind of guiding us through the process. We appreciate it. You bet. Anytime. Thanks so much. Day basket case morning after with Nick and Big J yesterday right around this time you the collective X listeners chose a movie for Big J to watch and review for you for streaming dumbass that movie was called The Wave it's available to watch on Amazon Prime Justin Long is in it and now we turn to Big J and find out how good or bad it was yeah Justin Long uh, he uh, plays a guy named Frank and you've got Donald uh, Faison so he of course from uh, Scrubs fame uh, he plays a guy named Jeff and uh, basically, Frank and Jeff, they work at a, a, a law office and they, uh, they 
uh, practice, uh, you know, family law and, and, and in some respects um, workplace law and also they do uh, life insurance policies. And that's Frank's specialty. And so basically, I kind of start out the movie, uh, and he is uh, sitting alone in a room. It looks like a party happened, and he just kind of blank-faced, right? And then uh, it kind of flashes back to uh, him in, in the office, and uh, he has found uh, a, a way to save a bunch of money for the company. And uh, that, that way is by denying a claim to a firefighter who passed away from a heart attack, a $4 million claim. And um, to the family because uh, the guy had started to refuse taking medication that his doctor suggested for his heart problem. Hence, you know, that that's saved a big amount of money for the company. Gotcha. Kinda, they didn't realize that the situation was happening. He did a big deep dive, etc. cetera. Uh, and then you get a closer look at Frank's life. His, uh, you know, he's married, but it's not a happy uh, marriage. And she's more interested in spending all the money. And so they're taxed financially. Uh, and he comes home with this exciting news. Hey, he's going to get a promotion. And uh, she doesn't really care about that. She just wants to be able to go out and buy a new dress. Sure. And uh, they're kind of they're kind of at the uh, tax a little bit financially. And he wanted to celebrate a little bit. And his buddy Jeff convinced him to go out and party it up. So they went out and partied it up. He meets a girl, etc. And then he takes some drugs. And the next thing you know, uh, it's it's crazy time. And uh, basically, the the one problem I have with this movie is that you're going backwards and forwards on a timeline, and it's it's because the drug is, is a hallucinogen, and so you know it's hard to say when he is is what's happening is real or isn't real. Uh, so you have that factor in there. Plus, it's going back and forth in time. Sometimes you're not sure. You, you lose place of. There's no placeholder really to say. All right, we're going back over here. You know, that's the one thing that gets confusing. Much like your complaint about the first season, The Witcher. Uh-huh. It was that bad. Okay. Okay. So hard to keep track of, and. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it, it comes first full circle to that whole uh, insurance policy. So I don't want to ruin the movie for somebody who wants to watch it. But uh, so it was okay. It wasn't a great. It wasn't that great. I didn't think uh, of a movie. I didn't like it. Some people might, but it wasn't my taste. Uh, is it a comedy? Dark comedy? Okay. Uh, I would say I would say it's easy to go dark comedy because there are some pretty interesting things, and it's just a. Uh, yeah, I'll say dramedy. Okay, dramedy. That way, yeah. Is he dosed or does he willingly take no, the drugs? No, he willingly takes it. Okay, see that makes it seem yeah. different. I thought for some reason in the description they said he was like he was like dosed or something at a party. Yeah, no. First he does the line of coke. Oh, and I mean that's so he's normal. a scumbag. And then, well, no, he's just wants I mean, to let loose a little bit. He's in a tough spot in life okay, and so uh, do a couple rails, right? Yeah, you know what? That can really brighten up your life sometimes and uh, no, swing no. you back into reality. Everybody, you know it's true. <laughs> Uh, no, then it, I don't know if you remember Tommy Flanagan. He's been a, a, a character actor in a lot of movies. Seen Sons of Anarchy? Yeah, he's yeah. got his big scar yeah. on his face, and yeah. so he's like the, the drug guy, and uh, he's very interesting. But he offers him uh, this this weird drug, uh, and then it immediately takes effect, and that's what you have. The drug is what's causing him to go back and forth in time. So, well, it, it sounds like it's stuck with you, but uh, am I gathering that it's not big? Yeah, approved? no, not approved. Okay. Uh, just because it was only so-so? Yeah, and, and that's my personal preference. Like, I, I have certain, uh, you know, listen, movies that involve timelines is, is can be difficult, but when they're, I just really, it's a pet peeve. When, when you really don't delineate when it, what's happening, sometimes it's very frustrating uh, as, as someone who's watching. I mean, it's hard to tell a story that way, so... 
I don't know. It's just, I think some people do it right. Some people do it wrong. I don't think they did a great job of it here. Just like Big J in a sporting event, he is skipping the wave, and he does not recommend no, like you do wave. it either. Do it. Morton Stuff. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Big J, you may have found yourself asking this question every once in a while. Yeah. You ever think your brain can just run out of space? Like yeah. You're all fill up. No, it's like a Simpsons episode. Remember, Homer's yeah. only got so much room, and so in order to make something new comes in, he's got to get rid of something else. That's right. Uh, and the answer, although not in that simplistic form, appears to be yes. Your your brain can sometimes run out of room. It's only got so much data space. Mine ran out a long time ago. Researchers in Canada found that older people just have too much information in their heads. It results in something called a cluttered memory. Study defines cluttered memories as one that struggles to recall specific or detailed information and events in comparison to younger people. According to the study author, these results may explain why wisdom and knowledge continue to grow as we age, even if like memory and stuff like that kind of declines. The issue is that on a day-to-day basis, the human mind constantly blocks out unnecessary information. But as we grow older, that mind's inhibition skills kind of go away a little bit. And so we're taking in a lot more, and therefore other things have to get pushed out no matter what. Now, this can result in a flood of information or memory impairment in older adults. Now, a cluttered memory isn't necessarily a bad thing. It just shows that it's very likely to be a sign of wisdom and lots of knowledge. So you have that. Uh, it just means I think I, I think you may have a, a cluttered memory, but also you've got a real index card issue. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the Dewey Decimal System's all left up in there, and you'll figure it out eventually because it's in there. You just got to figure out how to access it. You know what I'm saying? And in a timely manner, sometimes is the other issue. You'll think of the answer to something like two minutes yeah. after we talk about it. But listen, I, it's all of us. At the same old. time, I, I I can't help but be very concerned though sometimes just because of the history of my family. So yeah, but I think there's, you know, all due respect, I think there's a difference between dementia and not remembering who starred in, you know, Riverdale. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think there's two very different things. The hell is Riverdale? (laughs) I don't know. I was trying to remember a goofy show that nobody's ever heard of. Uh, Whatever that Archie show is that's on TV is that what's on? Isn't that what's called Riverdale? I don't. don't Am I wrong? I don't know. I never watched it. But the point is, I think you know, trying to access a particular specific fact. And that is two different things. Well, I understand your concern. I'm uh, a little paranoid, and I'm not saying that pop culture smackdown is in any way causing me traumatic stress on a daily basis over that. I won't be creating a lawsuit against the company or anything like that in the future. I promise. Wonderful. Uh, That's that's smart, because I would have to... Sounds very specific, though, doesn't it? I'd have to plead the fifth, yeah. TV ratings for Sunday's Super Bowl were up 6% from last year, Big J, an estimated 101.1 million people. Watched the Rams beat the Bengals for the NFL championship. Uh, NBC another said another 11.2 million people streamed the game on their Peacock app. That put the total audience at 112.3 million people, and that is up 12.6% over last year. Now, why do you think that is? Is it the Brady? Uh, were we just tired of Brady? Is that what it was? Because um, it's like you know. Yeah, now I know uh, Los Angeles is involved, but I would think. The two biggest names in football, Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady, being involved in the Super Bowl would draw a little bit more interest. But maybe they were just tired of it. Yeah, I don't know. I, because there, there's also that that uh, that that portion of people who watch to hate. So there's definitely hatred on that side watching Brady or the Patriots uh, lose. That's what you want to see happen, um, I think, for a lot of those people. Or just maybe, again, this year, ratings have been up in general. 
True. So. Uh, the Bengals' hometown, Cincinnati, had the highest audience share in the country. That probably shouldn't surprise We're a anybody. Bunch of losers. Meanwhile, the Rams wasn't even in the top ten markets. The LA wasn't even in the top ten markets. So just other stuff going on, I guess. Here's the one thing that really interested me. They they found out that exactly about one million people tuned in just for the halftime show and then turned off the game after that. Wow. So the, I don't know how that happens because it's a timing thing. Like, how do you know when it's going to start? You know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, they probably got there within a couple minutes. I guess. Right. But I mean, I don't know how you figure that out from or a timing. I'm sure there's probably plenty of. You know, teases uh, available there on the in social media. Say, hey, the halftime show, Pepsi halftime show is about to start. I don't know. I don't know. But either way, it happened. So, uh, one million people tuned in just for that and then bailed out of the game, even though it was a pretty good game in the middle of the halftime. I mean, Rams are up by three. Yeah, people who don't like sports. Ugh. There's a lot of them out there. Ugh. They listen to this show on a regular basis. Ugh. A Wonder Twins movie is happening, Big J. Wait, who are the Wonder Twins? You know the Wonder Twins. Wonder Twin powers activate. Form of? No. You remember the cartoon from Justice League of America? Voltron? What? No, what? What, what do you think Voltron is? Uh, cartoon. Yeah. What do you think Justice League of America is? Uh, that sounds marvelish. Well, you know, you saw, you remember the movie Justice League, right? The one that you watched? Yeah. Okay. Does that Marvel is that related to Marvel in any way? Okay, I'm sorry, D- wrong universe. Thank you. DC. Uh, and yes, okay. uh, basically the Wonder Twins were a couple of characters that were created just for that cartoon and ended up taking on a life of their own. Uh, they have like a pet monkey. You don't remember this cartoon as a kid? I never watched it. Oh my god! You were not in the superheroes as a kid? Um, yeah. I was, but not in depth. Not like that, I guess. It was a Saturday morning cartoon. I mean, it yeah, was... Yeah, I was out playing Saturday, so obviously, look at me. I know. Uh, the gentleman that's working on Black Adam will write and direct the live-action feature for HBO Max. The uh, Wonder Twins were originally introduced on the Hanna-Barbera all-new Super Friends Hour, and then later were indoctrinated into the DC Universe as part of Justice League, and now they're going to get their own movie. So, uh, if you like... Where the DC Universe is headed, you're interested in Black Adam, then maybe this Wonder Twins movie will interest you. The, the real thing that I'm going to be interested in is the DC ECU has done a pretty j- interesting job of making things fairly serious, right? I yes. mean, dark and brooding, they're, they're following that trend with Batman that's coming out here in a couple weeks. But the Wonder Twins are just a bunch of goofy kids that do, like, you know, goofy cartoony kind of stuff. How they're going to incorporate that, I guess they've done it with Shazam, so it's not totally out there that they can do some comedy stuff in this world, but it'll be interesting to see how they make it real life. The Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks. Tuscaloosa, Alabama is where we're going for today's We're Going to Hell story, Big J. Tuscaloosa? And never pass up a good opportunity at a poop joke. Do you understand what I'm telling you? It's very rare these things fall in our laps on a regular basis, and uh, at least you got to give them credit for going the extra mile. You got to do what you got to do. It's your duty. Duty. But the best I could do. I'm this sorry. involves uh, a, the police force in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, because... It all started with a fairly serious situation, Big J. Oh. Mysterious package left at the federal courthouse. Ooh. Never a good thing, right? No. They don't take those kind of things lying down. It's not something that they consider to be funny or anything. They just know that there was a big box outside on the doorstep just outside the federal courthouse on Monday of this week around 1 o'clock in the afternoon. 
And as they went up on it, they couldn't really get it. There was no discernible, discernible markings or anything like that. So they're like, okay, listen, when this kind of thing happens, we follow protocol. We don't know if it's an explosive, you know, material or not, but we got to treat it like it is. So two employees at the courthouse, when they originally saw this, called police to report a suspicious, suspicious package left outside the front entrance. Police did not want to take any chances, so they cordoned off an area where they wouldn't let cars or pedestrians near the building. We're talking about a two-block radius here, right? Yeah, safety first, man. Call in the hazardous device unit. The bomb squad. That's right. Come on. And they come running in there, and they check out what's going on, and they quickly identified the contents of the suspicious package, Big J. Oh, oh. It was a taco and burrito cravings pack from Taco Bell. Somebody had ordered Uber Eats. The person did not have the access to the actual building, and so he left the package out front, took the picture Wait, like they, Uber Eats does. They, but they have like a bag. It says Taco Bell on the outside. This one didn't, apparently. I don't believe that. It was delivered yeah. in a box because apparently it was a lot of food, so it was just oh. a box, and so that's all they How said. How many packs was it? I don't know. There's no picture. It's like a Fiesta pack or something. But the, it, it was a it was a taco and burrito cravings pack. So oh, nice. I don't know how many come in that. Probably ten. Okay. Uh, either way, that's what it was. Somebody ordered the food, had it delivered to the courthouse. The guy couldn't get in, so he left it like Uber Eats is supposed to do. And you know, whoever didn't order the food saw that box, and they're like, "Hey, what's right. going on here?" Okay. But again, don't forget the whole idea was never pass up a good idea, a, a poop joke, Big J. And so, because everybody was out there already, and because you can link sometimes that fast food place with the runs, they still treated it like a uh, an explosive package. Get it, Big J? Everybody yeah. had a good laugh. God, man. Listen, uh, so we should talk about this for just a second. I mean, I think we've both had experiences where we've had some Taco Bell and it had adverse effects on our inner, inner system. Yes, I cannot eat Taco Bell. That is and, true. And so we, we made an entire trip and basically the only thing we were given for food are, were Taco Bell gift cards. Do you remember that? <laughs> I, for, I had forgotten about it because it was a traumatic experience, but now I remember it, yes. And so... It's got to be, It's at one point, it hasn't stopped people from going to Taco Bell. No. But it's got to be a pain in there, you know what, <laughs> to have that as what's known for being Taco Bell. Right. And, it, I, and, you know, police forces playing along is not helping the narrative. I promise you. But it doesn't do them any good to fight back, you know? I no, mean, you no. just take it. And it's also not hurting their business by any stretch. Right. You know, I mean, I, 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 I still use say, it to clean out the system. <laughs> it's not a bad idea, uh, but I, I, I just can't have it. My, my body does not react well to it, and so uh, I. How did we survive that trip? We, you, I. Do you remember how many Taco Bell cards you ended up walking away from because I couldn't eat it anymore? Yeah. Do you remember that? I mean, it was just one it's of those deals where best, I can't do it. Best picture. year of my life. I cannot do it anymore, and so uh, it, 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 they're doing just fine. And it is one of those situations where it doesn't help when, yeah, the police force is also playing along with the joke. But at least everybody had a good laugh and nobody got hurt. So there's that. It's technically a positive story and we're going to hell. Although it does feel like a waste of resources for some reason to me. I mean, that feels like a fairly expensive city uh, cost uh, cost to the city for that joke. But it certainly wasn't their idea. So I, I give them a pass on that. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. We're lucky Big J's here this morning. Yeah. Details next on the X-Rocks. 
That is Tool. That is Sober here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. Glad you made it in this morning, Big J, but you told me it was an ugly morning, huh? Yeah, and I didn't know for sure uh, what I was going to do, if I was going to come in or not or go to uh, the ER. The ER? Yeah, uh, here's what happened. Last night, um, it's one of those things, and you don't realize you have an injury until you wake up and you have an injury. Uh, I went in, uh, as requested by my wife, had uh, went to the garage to get her a beverage while she was working. Okay. And as I was getting a beverage, I knocked over a, uh, a can, a soda can. It was okay. one of her uh, sparkling waters. And it fell out of the fridge and landed right on my damn toe. Oh, right sucks. on my index toe. And I was like, ow! I mean, I screamed really loud and it hurt. And I was like, okay. You know, I looked down and everything was fine. Uh, no biggie. All right, I move on. And I was barefoot, by the way. Oh, hot. Or, or I may have been wearing sock, uh, socks. So, uh, when, you know, did everything. And then probably an hour after that, maybe an hour and a half, uh, I went to bed. And it wasn't really hurting. I woke up. I probably woke up a couple times during the night, actually, and it probably didn't feel great, which is why I didn't sleep wonderful. But I woke up and I was like, "Man, my foot really hurts, my my toe." So I get up and uh, I go into the uh, bathroom, and of course, I'm doing this all in the dark because you know the wife is sleeping. The house is pretty quiet, uh, and I get <laughs> oh, I turn on the light and the and and I look down and I'm like, "Oh my god, my uh, toe is really bloody, and and it does not look good at all." And so I got a closer look, and I'm like, "Oh man, this is." This is bad. At first, I was like, is my toe hanging on by a loose thread? Because it was really throbbing in pain. So I had to wake up the wife. And the reason is because I'm a fat guy. I got a big belly, and I just can't get... Listen, you're laughing like that doesn't make it easy to say these things, okay? So I can't, it's hard to get a really good look at certain parts of my body, and that's one of them. And so she took a look at it and we, you know, poured some hydrogen peroxide on Ow. it. And I'm like, you know, I didn't really want to put anything on it because, listen, if it's a toe nail, it's going to come out, it's going to rip right off when I put something on it. Um, and so she's like, grab me a pair of, uh, uh, of um, flip flops. And so I, I'm freewheeling it here. Okay. And I got here and I put on some antibacterial ointment from our, our, uh, our yeah, first but it is gnarly looking. So gnarly looking. Okay, talk me through it. Uh, did you wear? Were you wearing a sock last night to bed? No. So is there no. blood all over your sheets? I, I don't know. There has to I be. I mean, and they're dark sheets too. So you should yeah. wash those sheets. You should tell yeah, her. But to wash uh, there's sheets. definitely some blood down on my. Foot but I mean, I, what I'm saying is, you would remember, I think, if you took off your sock because it would be stuck to it, which would suck. Yeah, I, I, you're right. I probably wasn't wearing the sock. Okay, then. so the, but, but but you didn't, and you just, I guess you just didn't look at it because it didn't hurt that bad. Yeah, or it, the was adrenaline it, was flowing or something. Who knows? I don't know. Who knows? Can I see it? Yeah, yeah. You you want it? You want, you're right here. Oh my god! Oh my god, dude. Yeah, yeah. I told you it was gruesome. It's it's it, bad. It, it seems to be getting worse. So you uh, mu- <laughs> and all you put on it is like neosporin. Yeah, and peroxide. Okay. So but I it's wanted- not like you don't have anything like a clear bandage or anything on it. No, no. I'm no, I don't. So okay. uh, after this uh, break here, I'm gonna go and grab some stuff and start to clean it up. But I you should do some telehealth and, and talk to a doctor and show them that thing because it looks like a science experiment. Yeah, it's nothing they can do. I, I'll tell you what happened was the can uh, it, it hit at the right perfect moment where right between where the toenail is and you know the right there where your toe is the the toe knuckle. Yeah, the to- toe knuckle. I think it hit right in that perfect spot. It probably exploded my toenail and it's hanging on by a thread it's like if you slammed your finger into a door 
that's essentially but what it. It looks like you dipped the your whole toe in like cherry juice. Yeah, I mean it's, it's uh, all red and angry since, and bloody. Since and I gross. put on the uh, the Neosporin stuff, it's uh, really gotten much worse than it looks. We should uh, you should take a picture of it and post it on the Facebook page so that everybody can get grossed out by it. Okay. Morning after with Nick and I'm taking a couple pictures. Jay, you may want to think about some medical uh, attention to it. Uh, this not not dispensed by our first aid kit here uh, at the radio station. Just some really? advice. It looks pretty gnarly, man. Okay. I mean, I don't know, but it looks pretty gnarly. Here's traffic. Not all heroes wear capes, okay? No, no, and some of them are getting sodas out of the fridge. But we should, uh, you know, we have enough doctors that listen to this show that maybe somebody will see that picture that you post on the Facebook page and go get to the doctor. Well, listen, my toe's still connected. The only thing here is the toenail. All right. And that's, you know. I mean, that whole toe looks pretty angry as far as I I thought I was losing my toe. Uh, It doesn't look great. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Let's start with the most important of things. Is the picture posted? I'm about to post it. So you can look. If you follow the morning after with Nick and Big J on Facebook, you'll be able to see the toe pick soon and and big j made an editorial decision to put it in black and white i think that was the right call i think it'd be too shocking if it was in color yeah at least for the the standard people there at, uh, correct Facebook. we're trying we know it's breakfast time we don't want to gross out too many people, <laughs> but know what you're getting into before you look at that picture is all i'm trying to tell you big j instagram is changing some stuff they're rolling out a simpler way to let users show their appreciation for other stories currently you have to use your dm option to comment or post a reaction to somebody's stories, and that's where the notification pops up when somebody reacts to a story that you've posted. But when this change occurs, you'll be able to find a private story-like option between the send message text box and the paper airplane icon when you watch stories on Instagram. That new heart shape button will appear there, which you can simply tap if you want to like a story. It's that easy, just like how you tap a picture to like it in an Instagram feed. Instagram says that like will show up in your viewer sheet for stories, but unlike hearts on the main feed posts, they will not be public. So the story likes are still kind of between two people. It's just easier to do that than to seek it out and uh, do some sort of other reaction to it where you have to like send it as a comment. Now it'll just be like a, a one press reaction as we save milliseconds on the, the amount of time that we scroll madlessly and endlessly through people's stories. Scrolling! On Instagram, but now it's apparently going to be easier. Tip of the cap to Sidney Crosby. He scored his 500th career goal last night for the Pittsburgh Penguins during a 5-4 overtime victory for the against the Flyers. He's the 46th player in NHL history to reach that milestone. Second active player to do so. Of course, Alex Ovechkin did so not too long ago himself. The home crowd cheered wildly when the 34-year-old made the landmark goal, and he was mobbed by his teammates, just like you would expect. So congratulations, hell of a career for somebody that they nicknamed the kid so many years ago. Sidney Crosby turned out to be pretty damn good for the Pittsburgh Penguins. This probably shouldn't surprise anybody, but it does create or have a piece of knowledge in here that I did not know. As expected, Spider-Man No Way Home beat out Avatar. It is now the third highest grossing film in the domestic box office here in the United States. That happened on Tuesday. So far, the film has made $760.988 million here in the United States at the box office. Valentine's Day helped make it official. The film brought in another $1.65 million on Valentine's Day, and that's what gave it the number. Now, I had assumed 
that Avengers Endgame was the number one grossing movie at the domestic box office. Did you know it is not? No, what happened? Now, uh, Avengers Endgame is still the most profitable and, and uh, I guess, made the most money at the box office, period. And Avatar's number two, but it's not number one in the United States. So any guess, and not it's not Avatar, any guess with the number one movie to make the most money at the box office is here in the States. In the States? Yes. And it's fairly recent uh, in the last decade. Oh, is it Star Wars? It's one of them. Which one, though? I'm going to go uh, Force Awakens. There you go. That's number one. $936 million it made here in the States. Avengers Endgame made $858 million, but... It grossed more internationally than Star Wars The Force Awakens did, and that's why Endgame is still the number one box office movie of all time. That is globally. But I didn't know that The Force Awakens made that much money here. Yeah. Uh, but that's the number one movie. It's now, if we're being honest, Spider-Man's not going to pass either of those two numbers. I mean, it's not going to make another hundred-plus million dollars at the box office. Right. There's no way. But a pretty good run for No Way Home, no doubt about it. So congratulations to Marvel. And all three owned by Disney, of course, even Avatar's up there too. Yeah, but I think Sony owns No Way Home. Well, no, it's definitely part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. They're getting some of it, but it's all part of the the Marvel Cinematic Universe for sure. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Yeah, I'm guessing uh, we got some uh, Wolfgang Mammoth uh, tickets. Uh, Wolfgang Van Halen coming to town on the 22nd with Dirty Honey, the Young Guns tour at the Rev Center. And then the day before that, tickets to our free X show with Dead Sarah at the Knitting Factory. So you're going to bounce around, enjoy some concerts on us. It's going to be awesome. You should beat me in pop culture smackdown. You get access to both of these shows if you win today. 208-287-1003. That is our phone number. You just have to know a little bit about the world of pop culture, and maybe, just maybe, that could be what it takes to be Big J. Hello, The X. Hey, how's it going? Good, man. What's your name? Tony. All right, Tony, you are up first. Tony, today is Ice-T's birthday, so I figured I would kick things off with Pop Culture Smackdown and a couple of Ice-T questions. The first one is to you, Tony. What is the name of Ice-T's Grammy-winning heavy metal band that he is a lead singer for? Oh, shoot, I don't even know. Oh, no. Any guesses? Uh, nope, I got nothing. Right. You're wrong. Tony, you're a good man. We appreciate you calling in and listening. Thank you. Hello, The X. Hey, we need to know the name of Ice-T's Grammy-winning heavy metal band that he is the lead singer for. Uh, I don't Honestly, I didn't know he was in a heavy metal band. Oh, my God. God, man. Well, then it's going to be tough for you to give me the answer, but... Wrong! We appreciate it. Hello, The X. Hello? Good day, gentlemen. Hey, we need to know the name of Ice-T's Grammy-winning heavy metal band that he's the lead singer for. Body Count, my friend. That is correct. Right! Sounds like we need to play that more, apparently. We need to go back to rehab. Hell yeah, you do. Back, back, back. Big J, Ice-T made his big screen acting debut in what iconic 80s hip-hop movie that now he calls, quote, whack. Let's go with Menace to Society? Wrong. All right, Boys in the Hood? 
Uh, I think you're in the 90s, buddy. You got to go back to that game. Oh, really? Yeah, he's, it was the 80s that he was. He made his big screen debut. Mm, I don't. I can't. I don't know. Uh, well, I mean, I, I, I wonder if you've even seen this movie. I feel like we've talked about it. You've seen Breakin', haven't you? Right. Mm, oh, he's in Breakin'. Not Breakin' Two, Electric Boogaloo, the original oh, Breakin' okay. movie. Okay, no, I never. I've never seen that. Only two Electric Boogaloo. Oh my God, you only saw the second one. Uh, but yes, he was in. He was in the very first Breakin' movie that. Now even he break, thinks break, it's hard to watch. Break, 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 break in. That is the correct answer. Break and that's into rehab. All it takes. Hang on one second. We'll hook you up with those Wolfgang tickets and those Dead Sarah tickets. There's your pop culture smackdown. Headlines are next in the X-Rocks. Big J. Headlines brought to you by Team Mazda and the pre-owned Superstore. Easy to get your auto loan pre-approved with Team Mazda's iPreCheck. Just click the big blue button at GoTeamMazda.com. That's where you can get started. It's all right there. GoTeamMazda.com. Headlines are as follows, Big J. Mistakes were made. Fake it. And that's expensive. Mistakes were made. In the Northeast, a warm day in February is enough to make some people forget that it's still winter, and that's what happened to Steve McGuire in Massachusetts. Turned out that it was about 63 degrees on Saturday. Beautiful winter day. So what does Steve do? Opens up the sunroof on the minivan, baby. Let's go. Yeah. yeah. I mean, let the hair down. Minivan. Uh, and he you know, rolled down the windows to enjoy the high temperatures, but he forgot to close the sunroof and it snowed and it snowed bad on sunday mcguire says he didn't realize until we're returning to the vehicle on monday that he left the sunroof open and that allowed about nine inches of snow to accumulate inside of his family's minivan he says quote this could only happen in new england and he's thankful it wasn't rain because it was super easy to clean up because it was so light and fluffy so no permanent damage done but still probably would suck to have to you know Figure out how to get nine inches of snow out of your car before you go anywhere. Got to shut that sunroof, Big J. You ever had a sunroof? Yeah, but it doesn't open up all the way. Never really opened up all the way. You have one now? No, not, not oh. currently. Yeah, I had one too, thinking it was a neat feature, and then I like never used it. No matter how nice it was, I realized that I wasn't using it very much. So uh, maybe that's a lesson to be learned for everybody. Uh, certainly don't open it up in the winter. Probably not a good idea. Fake it or that's expensive? Fake it. A woman working for the state of Georgia has now got to face the music because she faked two different pregnancies. 43-year-old Robin Folsom was working as the Director of External Affairs and supervised the Georgia Vocational Rehabilitation Agency's Marketing and Media Communications when on October 20th, she advised the state agency that she was pregnant. By May 2021, she announced, hey, I've given birth. They eventually got an email from a person claiming to be the father of the child and stating the new mother had been mandated several weeks of rest following the delivery, so she needed some extra time off. The state agency approved seven weeks of paid leave. And then, about a month after she returned, she said that she actually was pregnant again. And apparently, they found out that uh, that wasn't true because she asked for additional time off again, and they asked for a doctor's note this time, and she couldn't provide it. God, she couldn't find a, uh, a doctor to sign a note for? That is correct. She could not. Uh, but she did go around, enough. like, sharing photos of the new baby to various coworkers. It turned out it wasn't her baby. They found out she was wearing a fake pregnancy stomach at work. Damn. I mean, she was going the whole nine to get a couple months off. But, of course, the other part that, that really started to raise suspicions was she kept showing different pictures of different babies to different employees. 
And they're like, that didn't look anything like the baby you showed me yesterday. <laughs> so it was weird. Uh, she has been indicted on three counts of felony false statements and one count of identity fraud uh, because she took a lot of time off for those pregnancies that apparently didn't happen. So quite I mean, the scam. Listen, but. get your ducks in a row, lady. Get it figured out. You had a good scam. She had it for a while. Have a I mean, plan. Find a corrupt doctor. It seems Come like on. a lot of work to go through just for like three months. Didn't of you vacation? say seven months? Of seven paid. weeks. Seven oh, weeks. Oh, seven weeks. Yeah, it is a lot. I mean, it's a Maybe lot of trouble. Maybe if you showed that much, you know, uh, attention to your job, they would give you extra time off. <laughs> right? Maybe. I don't know. Wrap it up with that's expensive. Uh, I don't know how much a dog house usually costs, but I guarantee you it's not anywhere from 200000 to 300000 But that is what they expect to get thanks to a dog house that is considered to be extraordinary. The small structure known as the Aquasarkus Dog House was once home to a German shepherd named Roki in Germany. It is made of wood and tin, and it's far from luxurious, but... Christie's expects the auction to grab maybe $300,000 because it's also known as the Deep Impact Doghouse. Uh, basically, in 2019, a meteorite tore through the roof of this doghouse, narrowly missing the pooch that was living inside. The incident happened in Costa Rica, and it's become famous because of it. So the owner of the doghouse is now putting it up for auction, wants to sell it, and thinks he's going to make a crap ton of money because of it. So apparently if you wanted a meteorite hit doghouse, you can grab it this weekend at Christie's auction. Damn. Uh, it's going to cost you $300,000, but there's that. Seems like a very expensive souvenir, but there's weird space collectors out there, Big J. I mean, there's no other meteorite. The meteorite's not a part of the auction. It's just the doghouse that was hit by one. So that seems like a big so what to me, but apparently I'm not a collector, Big J. It's no, you're not. my understanding. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your headlines. You're up to date on all the things. <laughs> Gave away tickets to see that gentleman already this morning. We'll do so again tomorrow. That is Mammoth Wolfgang Van Halen Epiphany here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. And we promise you, bottom dollar, no morning show talks more about robots than we do on this very show. And that trend continues. Agree or disagree? Yeah, agreed. And it's very sexist. Okay. By the way, uh, as a Washington State University uh, scientific study here has found that people are more comfortable talking to a female robot in a working service role in hotels, according to new research, Nick. The study, which surveyed about 170 people, so small sample here, but on a hypothetical service robot scenario, also found that the preference was stronger when the robots were described as having more human features. Uh, <laughs> I don't like that. Yeah, so uh, people have a tendency to feel more comfortable in being cared for by females because of existing gender stereotyping about service roles. See, I'm not sure if it's a gender thing or if it's just I really do believe that sometimes we're not sure or aware how much pop culture really kind of weighs on our subconscious. Because, listen, every robot uprising that we have seen certainly hasn't involved a lot of female robots. You understand? Yeah, you're right. And so I think that if we have that inherent fear built in us that, of course, one day it's inevitable but, these things become sentient and kill us. But that's also a double gender stereotype. You're not wrong. You're not that, wrong. That a female couldn't lead some sort of evil plot to destroy the world. Well, listen, there's... 
there's no doubt that we're, that uh, man, woman, or child are just as equal amount well, of ability to kill the world as anybody. Yeah, but. the difference is we'd be manipulated into starting it. <laughs> but it is interesting to me that we feel more comfortable talking to female robots I'll, than male robots. Also, you need to throw in the creep factor here. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Absolutely right. Like, They're, dudes are creepy, and we'd rather creep about with females. Can I go on the record in saying I'm uncomfortable having a conversation with any robot? Is that okay? Yeah. Uh, I don't you care get what... Get over it. But. Yeah, uh, probably. I won't have much choice, but I don't like any part of it. It's all like very... You're like you that's don't like right. droids. That's right. Because right. uh, they're not the ones I'm looking for. I don't, I don't want to look for any of them. And so I'm not interested in it. But I, I can understand why there's some apprehension to talk to a robot. Now, uh, I don't understand why that apprehension is more so with males and females. But it is a very interesting study. And yes, very sexist, Big J. Um, but... Yes, uh, th- we do like to talk about the possibility of robots taking over, and this is just another way they're able to do so. Because we're not, we're going to have very uncomfortable conversations, and eventually that will lead to some animosity, I feel. Yeah. So you can blame also, me. Also, you don't have to feel nearly as bad about flirting with a female robot. But you should. Because it's creepy. It's creepy. Eh. Uh, no, it is. It is. Nobody gets hurt. Uh, I disagree. It's a robot! I'm talking about you. You should be hurt. If you're flirting with a female robot, you should really do some self-reflection. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's sad. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your robot update. We got your bad impressions next on the X-Rocks. Hey, and we got a great show next Monday. First free act show in two years. Dead Sarah coming to town uh, just to play a show, and it's going to be fantastic. We've got silent theory opening up ghost box and crush the monster we want you to all be there uh so uh, if you have a chance uh you can win some tickets right here we'll also be out and about here this weekend i'll have a group of tickets uh to the live broadcast for team mazda as well so listen for details on what time and where that's going to be happening but right now win them by guessing bad impressions 208-287-1003 is our phone number if you want these dead sarah tickets they're up for grabs right now bad impressions works like this Big J has worked hard and diligently to come up with three clues about somebody pretty famous. If you could use those clues to piece together who that famous person is, then you will be declared the winner, and hopefully everybody will be happy because of it. Let's go to the phones. Hello, the X. Yes, sir. Good morning, man. What's your name? Marshall. All right, Marshall, you're up. Good luck. Fictional character, okay? Okay. My well-to-do parents were murdered in front of me. I have a clue. I think I know it, but give me another, sir. I took that rage and their billions of dollars to become a super anti-hero? Well, is it Batman? Yeah, it's Batman. Or are yeah. you looking for Bruce Wayne in particular? doesn't matter. They're one and the same. Well, not everybody knows that. Congratulations, Marshall. Who doesn't know that? Hang on. Well, the Penguin. Uh, I would say also the Riddler. Okay, well, now you're just, now you're being meta. Uh, why is Batman in the news? Listen, uh, I, I, I guess I must have just kind of forgot about this, but we've been talking about Michael Keaton's coming back as Batman in The Flash, but he's also going to be in Batgirl. Nick, did you know this? I did, the TV show or is they're making I a movie? I think they're making they're making a movie. I know I did not and, know this. And uh there's been some uh not footage but pictures of him in the Batsuit man. He looks fantastic. Well yeah, he's Michael Keaton. So I mean just we're gonna get a lot of Michael Keaton's Batman here in the next couple years, and that's not a bad thing. I mean, it, it, never could you have had me guess this. I mean No ever. No. Ever. 
that this is happening. Um, but man, nostalgia is so strong and everything is, so, I mean, it doesn't matter whether you're a Marvel fan, a DC fan or both. Everything is such a cluster F with the multiverses. I mean, it's going to be good luck. I mean, hopefully you can just hang on and enjoy the ride. Cause I feel like trying to make any kind of logical sense of any of it is going to be wasted matter. Yeah. Don't do it. Don't try like time travel. Don't yeah, try. Just hang on and enjoy the ride. Cause none of it's going to make any sense. Just enjoy. You're right. Absolutely. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your bad impressions. We wrap up the show here next on the extra. Bring me the horizon and Big J. That's dive for you here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. That's going to do it for us for today. Hey, hey, thanks for hanging out. We appreciate it. Thank you to Dr. Nicholas Kuntz. He is from the IUI here in Meridian, and he was happy enough to stop on by early this morning. Talk about fast madness that's going on there at Idaho Urologic Institute. So thank you very much for that and the good doctor getting up early before his rounds. That's what they call it when doctors go to the hospital, right? Yeah, the rounds. Uh, to come in and uh, talk a little bit about fast madness. That was awesome today. Uh, thank you to Big J for posting a picture of his gross-ass toe on the Morning After's Facebook page. You can see that if you want to. There's a lot more people than I thought interested in seeing your toe. We must have really talked it up. Did yeah, a good job I need it. to start that OnlyFans page. <laughs> okay. Only open wounds. Uh, on my feet. Gotcha. I mean, combined yeah, a but, couple fetishes together. And you know what? You probably just wound up on wiki feet somehow. Uh, as people like to rate celebrities' feet, and you're certainly that. So maybe you got a high foot rating for those crazy foot fetishes out there. Who knows? And hey, listen, if it brings me some money, I'll do it. That's the big J I know. And that leaves you with the floor. <laughs> I'm super getting super excited for Studio 666 next, the Foo Fighters horror movie. Yeah. Uh, it comes out on the 24th. That's the first day that you can see it in theaters uh, here Thursday, February 24th. And John Carpenter's doing the main title theme music. Is that the only part of the movie he's involved in? Or did he uh, do I'm not score? sure. If that's just what he, he has said, that he's uh, happy to uh, be put part of it and doing uh, the main title music. So, Man, it's like a perfect storm. You love Dave Grohl. You love the Foo Fighters. You love John Carpenter. What's keeping you away from this movie? Nothing. You know what? Talk to your buddy and see if you can't get an advanced screener like a real celebrity would get. See, here's the thing. I don't ask for those sort of things. He well, just offers he, them, and then I feel bad. It's like, listen, I just can't do it. Midnight? No, no, no. You know a I mean? screener. That means like he gives you a password so you can watch it at home. Oh, oh. You know, like the like they do with the Academy Award movies and all the people in the Academy. Oh, they always get home buddies. screeners. Who are you talking about? Well, I was talking about our friend at Cinemark. But. Oh, no, I was talking about our friend that actually is at the record label. Oh, now, yeah, That yeah. could hook you up with these fancy things. Well, maybe I could get into the premiere. <laughs> okay. Yeah, work your magic, buddy. <laughs> I mean, it's only coming up. Why not ask? Hey, buddy. <laughs> I wonder if they're having an actual one. They have to be, right? I suppose. I don't know. Maybe. I feel like we've earned a spot. Well, listen, if you want to give it the old college try, I say do it. We can send you to L.A. as our correspondent for the Foo Fighters Studio listen, 666. you don't send me anywhere. I'll send myself, pal. Right. I was trying to give you some support, but okay. Morning After with Nick and Big J. How much of this will actually happen, Big J? Zero. There you go. Uh, let's talk about tomorrow. More Wolfgang Van Halen tickets up for grabs. You get a nerd alert from Big J. Some more Dead Sarah tickets as well. We'll see you then. Jason Drew's up next. Have a good one. It's the X-Rocks. <laughs> The Morning After Podcast brought to you by Idaho Advocates. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. Make sure you hit them up on their website, IdahoAdvocates.com.